<laughs> I was just thinking about it. I remember the disappearing ink, or I think like gag shops would sell it so you could like squirt it. There's a thing that yeah. you don't see anymore gag shops. Yeah. Well, I mean, back then we just had Spencer's, but they would have a shit ton of gags. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, you can't do like uh, the gum that you pull out in the, the, the mousetrap. or the trick gum you can't do any of that stuff because you'll probably get assault charges (laughs) that's how that's you know what you we were talking about the whole wokeness and has it what it's it kind of ruined something like it's it's ruined gag shops gag shops you can't have you can't have a bow tie that shoots water out (laughs) this man just poisoned me he gave me gum that's burning my mouth call the hell lady i gave you hot gum i gave you gum that dyed your mouth blue what are you freaking out about yeah, I'd, I would love to like open up. I honestly, I think, and I think it's because of Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Yes, of course, a hundred percent. That's why our generation, or guys, people like us—I wouldn't say guys, people like us—love uh, uh, want miss gag shops because we saw that movie many times, and we always wanted to go in looking for those kind of shit that he got. Yeah, for so, me, that, um, that was me for sure. Yeah, when when I was out in Tulsa uh, this summer. Um, I happened upon a magic shop that now we, something I hadn't seen in a while. And uh, the dude like did a bunch of free like magic trick demonstrations. I ended up buying like three different like like little magic gags. Right, right. There's a magic shop at uh, the Fisherman's Wharf at Pier 39. One of uh, my buddies, uh, he's a, a manager there. He, he, he drinks at Sweetie's Place Pool with a magic shop there. It's really cool. He'll do it, sometimes he'll do card tricks at Sweetie's and stuff like that. And because uh, some guy was like, hey, tell me if this is good. And he like, this guy did like a half ass card trick. And he was like, okay, now watch this one. And then his was like, like amazing because he was like, had like made me pick a card. And it was like, oh, and it was like, oh, is this your card? I was like, no. It's like, oh, well, maybe this is it. And then he like pulls like the card out of his pocket. And then he pulls out another pocket. And then he pulled out from behind his mask. It was awesome. Yeah, I I have uh, a trick uh, deck of cards and like a like a booklet that teaches you how to do magic tricks. And I just like I haven't sat down and like learned because I don't know if I want to commit to being like you know if you're a card trick guy like that's like your personality. You can't be like you know anything else. Yeah. Like once you're the card trick guy, you're the card trick guy. The card trick guy, uh, the knock knock joke guy. That's a person everybody hates. The knock knock guy. Knock knock jokes are good for like two, and then you don't you know, want to hear it anymore. Yeah, well, I I don't like. I'd prefer like the knock knock joke guy over the guy that's just like the offensive joke guy. Oh, like, you're at a party, and you always have the guy that just wants to tell the offensive jokes. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we're at sixty six minutes, but I, I mean, we keep going or what? I mean, uh, you know, we can we can wrap it up. I I do uh, I do have kind of an early morning. The sad thing is wrapping it up, and who knows when we will get to. Wrap it again. I don't know. Maybe we'll do one before Christmas. We'll do that. That'd be nice. One. I'll be on. I'll be in Alabama for the twenty first to twenty eighth. So I have wow. plenty of free time that we can do. Yeah. It. When was the? When was the last time you went home? Last year for Christmas. I try to go to Alabama like as least amount as I can. <laughs> I get it. But you know what I mean? Like there's shit that I miss. Like as soon as I get off the plane, I'm gonna go into that Jim and Nick's barbecue in the airport and give me some cheese biscuits and a tall styrofoam glass of sweet tea and crushed ice that's right i said it i'm sorry if my california listeners i said styrofoam glass we believe them in the south they keep your drinks hot your drinks cold and they're amazing (laughs) 
I yeah, the, uh, two years ago when I went and visited Birmingham for Thanksgiving, we went to Jim and Nick's. That was some that was some good barbecue. And I, well, I'm just getting the biscuits and the sweet tea there, and then hopefully uh, my mom and everyone they pick me up and they've got my dog Delilah. And we just go. We're gonna go. I like what what do I want that I can't get out here at all and just something quick because you know uh, she's old. She can't be in the car too long. Get stiff. Just we're gonna go and make a nice water burger run. I love Whataburger, and I can't get it out here. They, they don't. Yeah, it's so here. funny. It's like Whataburger is like. Uh, I mean, it's, I guess it's mainly like a Texas thing. Um, and it's so funny that we have them in Alabama. I love there's them. there's like no over here in like Georgia and the Carolinas they don't have uh, what a burger they're like uh, it was a cookout cookouts mm. what they have out here. Honestly, dude, I mean I don't know about you. I don't know if it was around, but I know for me and like Trent. Like our love of Whataburger, and it's just because we went to Montevallo. So we went, we'd get out of the bar at 2 a.m. We'd all drive to Alabaster to the Whataburger open 24 hours. And then the best thing about it is when you go after 11 p.m., you can get your Whataburger combo with a honey butter chicken biscuits, which is just like literally like food crack. Like you eat one, you just want to keep eating till you puke so you can go back and eat more. You know what I mean? Have you, you ever had the honey butter chicken biscuits from Whataburger? I, I've never had that. Uh, oh my god! This is I don't minutes since I've had Whataburger. Was it around in Alabaster when you were? Montevallo? Yeah, no, it was there when I when I was going to Montevallo. It was there. And y'all, did y'all ever make those two AM runs, or y'all just went to Huddle House? Um, a couple times, but the 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 generation of AKLs that I ran with, it was it was mostly like Huddle House, or honestly, just give up and go to McDonald's. Oh, sad. See, I, I, once Trent got in the mix, and that was somebody that didn't care about, like, gas and shit like that, he would just drive. So we would get to go to Whataburger a lot. Just load up, go to get there, get you a double Whataburger, fries, honey butter, chicken, chicken biscuit, large Coke, eat all that, and go to bed. Now, if I did that, I'd probably wake up in the middle of the night with, like, heartburn, puke, or have to run to the toilet or something. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I miss? Uh, you know, like, that's that party in Saturday night at Montevello and that anxiety about like trying to get all your partying in before uh, alcohol sales ended <laughs> at, at 2 a.m. Sunday morning. Well, so that's different. That So that was, I miss Montevello. So when I went to Montevello, Thursday, it was Thursday night. That was the party night because that was when like the tab or whoever would have live music or anything, but it was always, you got to go to, you party on Thursday, and then everyone would usually go. A lot of people would go home, so the weekends were always dead. I stayed on the weekends because I liked it, you know. And like, yeah, no, I, I definitely it was definitely the same. Um, but we always just did a lot of, you know, what it was. It's because I, I mainly partied with James, and James worked all week. Uh, so Saturdays was like the day that he would, um, he would put, so he would drink. So that's why we mainly drank on a on the Saturday, but I definitely hit up many a Thursday, uh, uh, booty night as it was still called back then. Thursday. Oh my God, dude. It was just like, I remember like my senior year, I was just always like, think of like all the other people. I was like, guys, that's what you do every night. You've been doing it for four years. Like it's the same shit. Like, come, let's all move on. You know what I mean? But still like, we gotta go to the job. And I'm like, Oh, all right. Well, I, I stopped doing it. You know what I mean? I really got over it. Yeah. It just becomes the same, the same motherfucking people. It's just a little small college town. So it's like, well, we're, and everyone just goes there. And there's always like the, 
those uh, fraternity and sorority girls and guys that just always go there. You're always going to see them almost like every, like even like the sad karaoke nights at the tab that know like those, you know, those five were going to be there. You're like, I don't need to see them again. Yeah. Uh, you just like saw the same fucking people. Yeah. I always had to, I always got drugged to Margarita night. Now, those are fun. I, I, I was always, I'm not always, but I had always good, like a good zap of pans where you get your like basically tequila with green food color. Uh, I will say that a, a lot of Mexican restaurants will phone in uh, their margarita night margaritas and they'll water them down, but zap of pans did not. Yeah, they did the opposite. They bought cheap tequila, and I like—I just think they put food color, like green food dye in it. Yeah. And because of the, oh my god, and like you had people like fucking like squints the bowl just for himself, and you're like, geez, Lou, try to keep the up funniest. With that. The funniest was Mitchell, who would uh, get, uh, he would order an extra little bowl of salt, and the whole time he drank, he would dip his hands into the bowl of salt. <laughs> And then one one night he got way too drunk. It was like after college night, and he uh, he like we walked out, and I want to say that Trent was driving, and he projectile vomited across the parking lot, and it was like green. It was like Exorcist. <laughs> Speaking of Exorcist, they're actually just got done filming uh, the kind of sort of reboot here in Savannah. I'm I don't know. I'm kind of over reboots. You know what I mean? Yeah, it was just kind of exciting because it was like. Hey, kind of a big cast is we don't get I, like super high profile shit here in Savannah. I know, and I mean, I just I, I can be online with remakes, but reboots is like it's the whole damn rehashing, yeah. just the same story, same lines, just different people saying them. Um, yeah. well, it's a, it's 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 not like a true reboot, it's like it's a continuation. Okay, well, that's more of a reboot. No, okay. uh, Sorry, I'm tired yeah. of remakes, I like the reboots, you're right, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like where they re- they pick it up and where it left off and acknowledge the olders. I hate the remakes, you know, where it's just like trying to like the new Point Break. That, I didn't even watch it. The trailer looked horrible and it bombed horribly. But then like, yeah, the reboots just pick up like um, that's why I want to watch Ghostbusters Afterlife because it's going to acknowledge the first two. You've seen it. I haven't seen it. Don't ruin anything. No, I haven't seen me. the Ghostbusters. I didn't get a chance to see it. I want. Uh, I thought and you so said. I have yeah. two, two movies that I want to see. Uh... As soon as my my Christmas break happens in a couple of weeks, is uh, I want to see Ghostbusters Afterlife, and I want to see uh, Guillermo del Toro's new one, uh, Nightmare Ooh. Alley. Yeah, that one, that one looks really good. Really good, really good. That does. Suit. And hang on, shit balls. I was gonna say something else, and I was ranting, and it was something else I'm gonna bring up. I cannot remember. Damn. Well, I guess we'll just let it go. We've been going on for a while. That's a lot for so, people to digest. So, uh, is it so? What, what did we decide this was? Uh, Season. This is the finale. Season one finale. Season finale. Well, um, thank you everyone that has listened and supported uh, Wordy Nerdy over the past half year and uh, watched us grow from uh, terrible podcasters to even worse podcasters. <laughs> I actually, so I never listened to a podcast before besides listening to ours. And I, started, yeah. I just started listening to a podcast that a friend told me about. And it's pretty good. It's called Old Gods of Appalachia. You were telling me about that. Yeah, and it's a uh, it's a horror anthology um, set in various regions of the Appalachians, and it just has that really good, uh, you know, creepy Southern vibe that we all grew up with. 
Um, and it's spooky. Like I'll, I'll put in my earbuds and I'll go on a walk around the neighborhood and listen to an episode. Cause they're about 20 ish minutes long. And I get creeped out. I, I can't, like, as the story goes, keeps like, as it goes on, like, uh, I'll start to look like behind. <laughs> See if anyone's following me. <laughs> like progressively more and more creeped out. See, uh, I haven't, yeah, I don't really never, I've never really listened to podcasts. Everyone always says, well, you're from Alabama, listen to S-Town. I'm like, okay. Yeah, no, I get, still get that all these years after S-Town. And it's like, I don't need to. I, I lived it. <laughs> yeah, that's how I feel. But you know what? The one thing I don't want to listen to, because I just hate that so many people do listen to it and like act like it's the, like coming straight from the word of God is the Joe Rogan podcast. I don't well, yeah, know. No, like, I I don't know who like it's he's Joe Rogan's a terrible person and he he, but people think he, his word the shit that he says in his podcast that like I don't know people that swear by it they think he's like preaching like and I haven't listened yeah to those his people podcast. are called idiots but I just like when people start talking I'm like I just think in my head like you talking about the guy that played the dumb janitor or fix it guy on news radio and then went to go on Fear Factor and now you're talking to me like he's like some like life guru like someone we all should be taking advice from kind of person like when did this happen what has happened to america a lot <laughs> but this was like i mean yeah i was just like i'm not gonna i can't get on that board i just yeah and i know people that really think that like the shit that he says is like the god's truth and i'm like why do you believe joe Rogan so hard <laughs> i don't know what well, you know why do uh why do people believe believe us and uh no one does. That's why no, they do. they're like they're like I can't believe Wooderson Rabbit sitting there uh, uh, talking about the virtues of the Herculoids. <laughs> I tell you one thing, people. Uh, we've been gone for five months and no one has fucking noticed once. <laughs> That's not true. I've had people constantly ask me, "When am I going to do more podcasts?" And I kept saying, "Whenever Rabbit's available." I'm glad you were available tonight to do the finale. I've enjoyed doing the podcast. I want to keep on doing more podcasts. Thank you for anyone listening. Please tell your friends and families and uh, anyone about us, you know, and especially your enemies if you want them to listen. Something and and hey. if, if you want your Meemaw to listen to our podcast, we will tone down the, the cussing. We will. And we can definitely get the Meemaws out there listening. We will stop cussing. And we will do a whole episode just talking about like Andy Griffith, you know, from Andy Griffith to Matlock, which is I, for that's, you, for, that's like a five part podcast. And and for we, millennials and Gen Z, Andy Griffith we'll is someone who played. Hang on, I'm Andy Griffith played on the Andy Griffith show playing Andy Griffith, and then he went on to play a character named Matlock, and it's just uh, yeah, it's a huge character or actor. Uh, hit. I don't know what I'm trying to sell this bullshit. <laughs> I was about to but try then, to really but, go. You know, if, if, if you're gonna, we could talk about we could talk about Matlock, and then we could talk about diagnosis murder, <laughs> and then we could talk about the one where it's like, is there was one that was like a priest, right? There's like a priest and a nun. Maybe. What about? I tell you what. One thing we should let's just talk about murder. She wrote and how America just believed that, and like for seasons, it went on for seasons, and like how did, seasons. I and here's the thing: every week. Angela Lansbury had to like deal with a murder and she was totally like she lived a normal life but she was around murder all the time most people that are around one murder are ruined forever and she was around hundreds of murders like with with Ben Matlock it made sense he was a lawyer 
<laughs> but Angela Lansbury, she, she just was a, wrote. She, was she just wrote. Yeah. yeah, she was an author, and so, and then she was like, "Wasn't she like?" I'm I'm pretty sure that it, I. It's been a while since I've seen it, but those murders were like inspired her stories. So she was exploiting these victims <laughs> for profit, right? <laughs> See, yeah, now they do a reboot of the murder she wrote. They maybe they'd have it to like her characters passed away and she was like really corrupt or something. I feel like and they're like fixing all these murders that she wrote. <laughs> like a cold, she just like go in that character's house and there's all these cold case files that she's like stolen and stuff. <laughs> but here's the thing is she solved all of them. There was no one that like haunted her and like caused her to drink herself. To... <laughs> and she's still alive, isn't she? Yeah, she is. She's celebrating like her 90-something, like 97, 98. Holy macaroni. But she's always been old. Like, I feel like she looked... She's been old since, like, bed knobs and broomsticks. Yeah. Yeah. She just has, like, an old person vibe. Which I was watching the other day and listening to the soundtrack. I've told you I hate that movie. I hate any movie that blended, like... Any movie that blended, like, animation and live action that wasn't... uh, who Framed Roger Rabbit. I, I was about to say, I know you don't hate Who Framed Roger Rabbit. But you no, I love that. It. I think it's a fucking brilliant movie. But I hate Ben Knobs and Broomsticks. I hate uh, Mary Poppins. Um, Bobbing along. Uh, all right, but tell you what, and also kids, I tell you what, anyone listening at this point, because we have gone on, but it's the finale, fuck it. The finale is not just an hour, it's an hour and a half special. Um, Remember that when that was a big deal back in the day on Must See TV? Get your two-hour-long friend season. And a, and a, on a very special episode of Wordy Murdy, <laughs> Rabbit talks about apple butter. <laughs> but I was going to say, you know, <clears throat> damn, I got the cough. Sorry, everybody. Um, one thing that I have to watch every Christmas season, at least once, but usually more than once, it is one of my favorite things. And anybody that really knows me, Knows how much I love Jim Henson, primarily Jim Henson the Muppets. But one of my favorite Christmas specials, and it's, I'm not talking about Muppet Christmas Carol, which I do love, but Muppet it's Muppets, Family, Muppets from Space. No, Muppet Family Christmas, which is actually, you can find the special on YouTube. It's like 41 minutes long. And it's like someone got, got it from when it was like aired on like the original aired in the 80s and stuff. So you get like, it has songs and scenes that my VHS copy of it never had. But you get, the Muppets, Sesame Street, Fraggle Rock, all having Christmas together under one roof. Amazing. All of Jim Henson's babies right there. That and he's in a cameo. Those, those, three, those three worlds had vastly different scale. Like the Fraggle Rock, they, they were tiny. Yeah. Were they still tiny in the... Yeah, well, you've, you've never seen Muppet Family Christmas? You've never seen this? No. Oh, my God. What's wrong with you? I thought you would have seen you got to watch it this year. You have to, dude. The watch. I'll send you the link to it on YouTube. It's, okay. so, it's so good. It's really, you know how Muppet stuff is good. And Jim Henson has a cameo at the end with Sprocket, the dog from Fraggle Rock. Okay, this is kind of old. Yeah, this is, he was alive. It, was, it said it came on in the 80s. And, like, it's great. So the, all the Muppets go to surprise Fozzie's mom at her farmhouse. They have Chris's at Fozzie Bear's mom's house. And then just for some random reason during all of the just the Sesame Street gang just shows up and they just, well, hey, guys, it's the Sesame Street gang. And they all come and party with them. And they even play like a, like, hey, guys, here's a, 
footage from the Muppets' first Christmas together, and it's like the Muppet, and they do have like live action Muppet babies. It's a pretty cool little song with the live action Muppet babies, like they did in Muppets Taking Manhattan, if you remember that scene, which I always loved. And then, uh, and then like uh, Robin discovers a fraggle hole. He's like, Hey, Uncle Kermit, remember you always said we go down a fraggle hole if I found one? So just Kermit and him go down and they meet the fraggles and they have a little song and dance with them too. <laughs> so like fraggle hole is like a concept that the Muppets. Yeah. You know, uh, if, uh, if I had told people that I had gone down a fraggle hole with my <laughs> uncle, my uncle would have gone away to jail for a long time. <laughs> well, I went down a fraggle hole and that's why I had to move to San Francisco with tramps. So. <laughs> Still going down that fraggle hole. <laughs> <laughs> Still celebrating Christmas in that fraggle hole. It's nice and warm. But all right, man. Well, it's been fun. Everybody, go watch uh, Muppet Family Christmas Reindeer Gra- Games. Why well, don't keep want to say Reindeer Games? Reindeer Games and Trapped in Paradise. Rabbit, do you have any recommendations for people? Um, for Christmas, I would say go uh, watch Eight Bit Christmas on HBO Max. Bam, HBO, there it's it is. Probably it's probably the best like Christmas, modern Christmas movie I've seen in the in the last ten years. And then of course everyone should always watch Jingle All the Way as well because that's just. Yeah, I actually great. had to. I I was forced to watch that. Really? Yeah. What do you mean forced? You don't enjoy it anymore? I. I I, I mean, I've seen it so many times, like I've, and here's the thing about Jingle All the Way. Um, they have like serious encounters with cops, like, yes. like there's a bomb, like, like Sinbad fakes a bomb scare and like the bomb blows up yeah. and they get away and they get away. Yeah. Like Arnold Schwarzenegger's yeah. character, like. Like that one cop, like had his information. Like he gave him a ticket, yeah. And like he just gets away scot free. <laughs> and then like Sinbad, like gets arrested at the end, and like he should be like facing serious time. But he's talking like he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna get out on bail and give his kid that goddamn Turbo Man. <laughs> As I like, know, you're going away for fifty years. He blew a cop up, <laughs> but the cop didn't die. He was still there. They they came in. They assaulted that radio host. <laughs> the fake the bomb. Mom. There's like, and then there was there were there was no legal repercussions because rabbit for that one simple rule that it was a movie made in the nineties. He broke in. He broke into <laughs> Phil Hartman's house <laughs> and like caught, set a fire. <laughs> Phil Hartman is trying to have sex with his wife the whole movie. Arnold Schwar- really he's trying to have like, sex with Arnold Schwarzenegger's wife. Is it is it a power thing because he feels threatened by because he he obviously could have his pick of all of all the single moms. Right, but he goes for Arnold's wife. Play uh what's the lady that plays him Tom Hanks' wife? Yeah, Tom Hanks' wife, yeah. <laughs> That's not her name. <laughs> yeah, it's Tom Hanks' wife. That's her name. <laughs> Their name's Rita Wilson. <laughs> hey, you know what? I'm sorry. I, I I know she'll never listen to this, but I didn't remember her name, but I do know the movie they met on, Volunteers. Volunteers starring, are great. I love that movie. Also starring weird... Tom Hanks and John Candy. 
you know, and uh, that also has some weird logic where you can just like hop on a plane (laughs) without any ID and go to another country. Yeah, and just and just and just start volunteering for like Greenpeace with no like background or anything. Yeah, but you know what? They didn't start trying to really. And now you watch movies and it's too much. They just give you too much information, too much backstory. I'm like Jesus. I don't need to know all this shit from their childhood. I get it. They fight crime because something happened. Let's go with the story. Yeah, sometimes just just uh, sometimes there's no legal repercussions <laughs> for assaulting police officers. Not if they're tr- not if it's Christmas time, okay? You know, it's it's pretty simple. So it's like Arnold Schwarzenegger is uh, an executive. He's like a marketing executive. He works too much, you know, and he and, and his son's he constantly disappoints his son. You know, who would uh, that kid? That kid was Anakin Skywalker in Phantom Menace, wasn't he? Yeah, that was his last. He did that. He did that, and he was gone. Well, I would too if I did Jingle All the Way in the Phantom Menace. That's all you need to do. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. You don't want to <laughs> do like Haley Joe Osmond and and uh, like do a bunch of movies, then show back up and you're like short and fat. Everybody's <laughs> <laughs> gonna feel bad for you. Yeah, they do. I mean, he's <clears throat> the stuff he's done. He's been really funny and entertaining. But yeah, you're right. You're like, oh. That's the Sixth Sense kid. Yeah, you know another child actor that I saw uh, like a picture from this year, and they just like have not aged well. Is Jonathan Taylor Thomas? Really, looks like an old lesbian. <laughs> Damn it, dude! I don't know if you can say that. <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, I haven't seen a picture of him. What did you see a picture of him in? Uh, I don't even remember something online. It was like some like, like. Uh, you know, this child star uh, is, uh, you know, left the business 20 years ago. This is what they look like now. Oh, man. I, that, that might make me sad. I don't know. I, I so, like, Jonathan Taylor Thomas is, like, my age. But he's, like, one of those, like, almost 40-year-old dudes where, like, who can be, like, completely, like, clean-shaven. I think that was, like, because, like, most guys, like, once you get to, like, like 40, like, you're always going to have some kind of stubble, you know? I mean, I guess, yeah. I got nose hairs now. I really feel fucking. Oh no, old. I do too. Nose hairs and like, like, ear hairs with me, and then my eyebrows won't stop growing, and that's really scary. <laughs> you know what? You know what? We're talking about air hairs growing, and we're at ninety minutes. I think it's time to cut. <laughs> <laughs> what? Cut our nose hairs? I think it's time. To, I think we found our good stopping point for the podcast. Okay. Well, uh, uh, next week we'll have part two of child stars that have aged badly and about weird places hair grows when you get near 40. <laughs> I cannot wait. I hope we, that'd be cool if we could do another one next week. That'd be good. Maybe well, you may, could find I, maybe, maybe we can. Maybe. I don't know. I'll see how my week shapes up. All right, big dog. Well, thank you, Rabbit, for always doing a podcast. As always, I love it. And doing a podcast they- every five months. Every five months. Thank you, anybody listening. Hope you've enjoyed. This is Waterson Slater. This has been another Wordy Nerdy podcast and season one finale. Hope you enjoyed. Rabbit, hope you had fun. We'll talk again soon. Yeah, see you in 2023 for season two. There we go, baby. Bye. Bye.